0: So a couple of weeks back, I was here on a Sunday night and I got to talk a little bit about the Sousa Street Revival. And the Sousa Street Revival was where the Pentecostal Church was birthed back in 1906 by a man named William J. Seymour, an African-American one-eyed preacher. And he would sit with a paper bag on his head before he started preaching. Now he was baptized in the Spirit by a man named Charles Parham. And Charles had like a Bible school where they saw a link between the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And at that time, no one really knew what it meant. See, the the gift had been kind of squashed. But they remembered that scripture in Joel where it says, in the last days, God will pour His Spirit out on all people. So they began to seek. They began to push. They began to say, God, what does it look like? What does the Spirit in the last days look like? And they began to seek after Him. But you know what? It didn't happen overnight. It actually took a few months before they started to see the manifestation of the presence of God in their midst. I need you to know that because sometimes we just rush on. See, when I asked when I said, Come on, guys, let's praise. So, a few of us, what happened was we went, Praise! And then we stopped. You've got to remember, you've got to realize sometimes the presence of God and the power of God is found in the seeking, it's found in the push, it's found in combating the spiritual forces that don't want you to experience God's goodness. It takes effort. It takes determination. Everything in faith takes two things, courage and determination. You don't see a blessing without courage and determination. If you want to see the manifest presence of God here tonight, you need courage and determination. You need to say, my spirit will not be held back. My spirit will not be made small. I don't care what's going on in my life maybe circumstances aren't matching up the way they're supposed to, but I will put that aside and I will begin to praise and I will begin to glorify the name of Jesus. I'll make Him bigger than every circumstance. I'll make Him every big, bigger than every situation I'm in. I will not hold back. I will not shrink back. I will stand up and I will say I will press in until I see my blessing. I will press in until I see a breakthrough. I will press in until I see the manifest presence of God in my life, in my family's life in my workmate's life, in my school friend's life, every facet of life, I will not give up. I will not relent. Do you hear what I'm saying? Sorry, I get a bit excited about this because I kind of think the church needs to wake up. And it's not about the words and it's not about the yelling and it's not about the singing, but it kind of is sometimes we need to wake our bodies up. Can I, one biblical example. Israelites going to take Jericho. Seven times they go around. Absolute silence. They just go around. Then on the seventh time, on the seventh day, Once a day, they go around. On the seventh day, they go around seven times. And then they let out a mighty shout, and the walls come down. The walls represent, how do I say this? The obstacle between me and inheriting everything that God has for me. It's the promised land. There can't be strongholds in the promised land. They need to come down. I want the full inheritance of God in my life. I want the whole inheritance of God in my life. Hear me. Hear me when I say this. You want the whole inheritance of God. You don't want part of God's inheritance for your life. You don't want part of the inheritance of God for your children. You don't want part of the inheritance for New Zealand. You want the whole inheritance. Seven times they walk around it in one day and then they let out a mighty shout. The shout represents triumph before triumph is yours. The shout is saying the walls are gonna come down. Ah, I don't have much in my hand. I love this thought. I don't have much in my hand, but whatever I have, I offer up to God because I know that what I have in my hand is sufficient for a miracle in Him. So I lift up my voice and I shout. Sometimes your body does have to get involved. I think we need to do a shout. I think we need to do a shout. I think we need to do a shout. I think we need to lift the roof of this place, right? As I love this because I've got to try and time it with Philip on the drums. And usually my timing is really great until I get into these moments. I'm going to count to three and then we're going to lift up a mighty shout of triumph, okay? Triumph before we've even received it. Triumph before we've even seen the walls come down. And we're going to believe together. We're going to believe together whatever walls, whatever obstacles are separating you from your full inheritance of God to come down. Okay? Ready? We're going to shout like we mean it. We're going to engage our bodies. We're going to lift the roof of this place, okay? Okay, you ready? One, two, three. Shout of praise!
1: The Lord draws near to us when we draw near to him. So when we draw near to him, which is what we're here to do, he has drawn near to us. So when the Lord is in this place, when the Lord who is seated on the throne, the king of kings, the one who is above it all, we are never the same. When Moses saw just the Lord's back, his his whole face was transformed. People couldn't even look at him because it was so bright. Are you allowing yourself to be forever changed by the presence of the Lord? So we're going to keep singing that. When he walks into the room, we're never the same. And I want you to do whatever you have to do (laughs) to look at the Lord. Do whatever you have to do to posture yourself so that you can see him, so that you can be forever changed by him.
2: a prophetic song. And right now he is walking into the room and things are not the same. Some things are about to change and I feel excited in my spirit. You know, about, I don't know how many years ago it was, it was about 12 years ago, Ellen and I were in this situation financially where we'd taken a risk and got involved in something and it wasn't paying off and our backs were up against the wall and uh, we were between a rock and a hard place. And I'll tell you what, we needed a miracle. We needed a miracle. And we were in a room a bit like this at a conference and we just came out the front to worship God and someone came and prayed for us and anointed us with oil and I just hit the deck and um, you know within two weeks we had got our miracle and I just had that same feeling tonight and this wasn't what I had planned to say tonight but I just felt the Lord saying there are miracles here because He has just walked into the room and everything is going to change and if you need a a miracle in your life right now You need God to move big time in health, in your body, in your family, in your marriage, in your finances. Maybe you need a job, you need residency, whatever it is. Right now, we're all going to stand, we're going to worship God. And if you need a miracle, a few of us here have got some oil. A few more are going to come and lay hands on. I want you to come and stand right across the front here. Right now, because we want to lay hands on you. You know you need a miracle. Come now. That'll be awesome. Start worshipping that to be going, oh, I love this song. Yeah. Come on now, that's it. I know, I felt like there was at least five people here. You need a miracle and you know you do. <laughs> you need God to come through. Because if God doesn't come through, you're thinking I'm stuffed. If God doesn't come through, I don't know what, I don't know what this space is going to look like right now. I do not know what is going to happen. See, so there's a bunch of people coming out here now. We need people to stand with them, behind them. And, and if I gave you some oil, come and slather a bit of that on. It's a symbol of the Holy Spirit. It is a symbol of the power of God intervening in our situations. In Jesus' name. There's quite a few people out here, so come on, let's come and lay hands on. Thank you, Lord. Let's worship.
0: Too much time left, so I've got two quick things. Bruce, I really see something new in your horizon. Something new sounds funny to say. You've had a very varied and full life, but I see something new over you. It's something that you haven't seen before. It's not an old thing, new. It's a new thing. It's a full new thing. And I prophesy that over you now that in the coming weeks. There's going to be a dream or there's going to be some vision or something like that that's going to come to mind and it's going to be inspiring. Your spirit is going to leap much like um, Elizabeth's womb leapt when Jesus was in Mary's womb and Jesus drew near. I feel like this thing is going to make your spirit leap. Prophesy that over you right now. This new new thing. I'm not going to say opportunity. I don't know what it is, but it's a new thing that's going to come over your life. The next thing is joy 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 it's the antidote to um, anxiety it's the antidote to fear it's the antidote to scaredness and smallness joy joy in the Lord joy in the Lord we all need a good dose of joy in the Lord sometimes we try to carry too much on our own and as a result We get caught up in all kinds of shapes and stresses and fears and worries and all that kind of thing. You need a dose of joy in the Lord in your life. So before we go tonight, um, I want us to be praying for the joy of the Lord on people. Now, I don't know where you're at, but I can pretty much guarantee if you're anything like me, you need a fresh infilling of joy. So we're going to pray for some more people. I want you to come forward. And I want, to, I want us to lay hands, our ministry team, to lay hands on people and begin to pray joy. And I've, and I've got this feeling that as, as it happens, a smiles going to come to your face. i got this feeling a brevity in your spirit is going to come on your shoulders. You're not going to feel so heavy anymore. The oil of joy instead of mourning. You hear what I'm saying? Okay. So come forward. Come forward. Come forward right now. Come stand down the front here. Come down. I'm talking to you. I'm, and I'm and I'm, I'm not, I, may, I may be pointing here, but I'm pointing over there as well. And I'm pointing over there as well. I want you to come forward, and I want you to receive a blessing of joy on your life tonight before we walk out this storm. You see, the other thing is that joy is needed because joy is contagious, and a Christian without joy, whoa, oh, a bit wrinkly. But I tell you what. You go into your workplace or your school or your family and you're full of joy. People start to wonder what's going on. Why is that person so happy, independent of his circumstances? What's going on? Why can Gene smile even though it seems like things aren't going all right in his life? I'll tell you what, person, I'll tell you why. Because I've got the joy of the Lord in my heart. So come forward. Come forward. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. Come forward. Our ministry team is going to start praying right now. We're going to start getting some joy in our life. Okay? Youth, youth, you need to come forward for this. I tell you, youth, you need to come forward. You need to come forward for this. Your school needs to see you full of joy.